then it is internet era everybody were building apps and uh, information technology software and all of that now it's ai age ai is like the biggest step change we have ever seen and i think it will enable everybody and you know people will find newer jobs and with newer skills rather than uh, doing the same thing which they were doing people thought that their ai is not doing good but they are bringing the reality and telling that dude ai is not perfect this is how it got I felt like adobe firefly had given me multiple other options like the additional effects that you can do additional colors you can do and more advanced capabilities uh, srinath i work as a product manager at jp morgan uh, this is sitsaladi i work as a product manager for best buy hi everyone this is funny wuyuru i'm a product manager at a startup today uh, we'll talk about uh, some of the latest uh, things especially happening in the technology space and we'll pick our favorites and uh, dive into each of this and we are also curious to hear from you in the comments so with that being said uh, i will uh, dive into one of my first favorite that is uh, ai image generation so i think as uh, we may have seen uh, we have seen a number of tools that have uh, come around recently especially in the last two months i mean we have seen uh, dali 3 which being launched by the open ai we also saw adobe firefly and we also know we have um, uh, mid journey since a while and i also saw another product which was launched by amazon recently to be more creative for ads um so ai image generation especially has been intriguing for me for the last one month um the amount of uh, creativity the options that each one offers and uh, one of the things which were really caught my eye was uh, adobe firefly which was slightly different from other products dali and the mid journey felt like um adobe firefly had given me multiple other options like the additional effects that you can do additional colors you can do and more advanced capabilities i think which we know i mean adobe in general has been uh, the leader in that space since a while especially in any photoshop editing or in editing world um so that has been one of my favorites which i've been recently playing a lot um i was just curious if you guys had any i mean insight or any favorites in this space i, I actually saw an um, ad i guess so this actually shows you a person editing pictures and also videos so there's like you know people walking uh through a desert and you know, i think you can actually select the area and make it a forest so that's crazy right so you are actually building things and changing things as it goes and then normally it takes a lot of time to do that but uh, i think it using ai you know it's it's much faster and easier to do that yeah and but one thing which was surprising to me was it was actually showing me a real person image when i when i was typing like oh can you uh, show me an image a person on a grass on a bright sunny day playing it was actually it was giving an image but it was okay. giving me an image of an actual person but i don't know i can use that or not but okay. that was interesting yeah so uh, even i was trying to do dali uh, i tried to check out dali 3 so previously dali 2 was okay but not as good as mid journey right so and it you know when i ask it to you know maybe put some topics on top of the picture and all it never used to do it right and it used to put some gibberish and all now it is kind of getting it right sometimes so i you know it's kind of an improved version and i i see it is now closer to mid journey not as uh, equal to mid journey but closer to mid journey 
I'll tell you one of my recent experiences. So I wanted to get a professional photo. Like typically, if you want to get a professional photo, I you'll have to wear like suit, like some jacket, etc., etc., and wanted to take a picture, right? So when I was searching for it online, I found an AI tool. Okay, it's a well-known app. It's an AI app. I don't want to tell the name. It was like I'll generate you professional pictures in few minutes. I was like, sure, this is amazing. Let me give a bunch of pictures of mine, and then see how it gives. And all the ads and all the marketing is like perfect. It's like the person who is there versus the professional picture will be like amazing. And all the marketing was also like, dude, you'll be uh, getting professional pictures in few minutes. Like sure. And they said there is, uh, it's nineteen bucks or something like that. I was like sure, nineteen bucks. Let me try it out. I uploaded like twenty pictures or something like that, and AI generation. So I thought I'll wait for uh, some time and see. 10 minutes passed i didn't get anything half an hour passed i didn't get anything one hour passed i didn't get anything i was like okay let me leave it and maybe i'll come back after some time after 6 hours nothing was there i was so pissed off i was like okay let me just chat with these guys then i chatted with them then that person was like sir the time that typical turnaround time for us is 48 hours because we have a lot of traffic i'm like dude where did you mention that on your website <laughs> i was like okay make it fast and give it tomorrow and then i went next day you should see those photos very bad <laughs> very very bad my eyes were somewhere i was i some dots came on my face except i was like dude what the hell is this and that guy was like sir these are all ai generated we can't do anything with it I'm like okay but the, the the picture in the ad was really good <laughs> yeah so yeah random picture generation i think is still really good but if you are actually optimizing an existing picture i don't think ai is still there yet even google right they have been giving ads about their google photos being very optimized like automatically adjusting photos removing people etc but when you actually try to do that it's not doing a good job very minimal things it will definitely do it but if you are uh, scaling it for like multiple people on the picture etc it's not doing a good job yet Yeah. 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 I think so very very big pain point right it uh, you know any of these image generation tools can solve is creating infographics. So you know it takes a lot of time and effort and money to do those things right if you you know consider you are writing a blog and you have to you know sometimes it's very very easy if you have these visuals and you know infographics with like tables and you know all of these diagrams and all to make a concept easily uh you know explainable to people right so but uh, you know they, we need a person to do that and it takes time and if an a generator can do that that's like lot of lot of dollars that actually i'll tell you this right uh, sidhu i think one of our videos we talked about this as well prompt engineering yeah. so if someone is really good at prompt engineering they'll do a really good job at image generation and getting the right images for your articles or for your publishing material etc but if someone doesn't know that they'll be sitting in front of midjourney or any other ai tools for hours and hours to get to a point where they want to exactly get something and the funny part is given that this is ai if you generate one image and if you loved it but if you want a sw- small tweak in that you can never make that happen that's right that's the problem yeah 
and i've been trying to use images because i don't want to use images which are external and have links in my newsletter but it's very hard i have to give so many prompts and try so many different permutations <laughs> and combinations to get it right so yeah it it's not yet there but i'm very excited on you know all of the new changes and right now even chat gpt has visual right they are they are uh, releasing these models in all the modalities you remember in our previous conversation we were talking about these models llms are good at doing one thing either language voice or video but now some of the models are in, you know traversing and combining these modalities together and try to give you outputs and another one i'm not sure if you guys tried adobe firefly it has some advanced capabilities especially from editing world which i feel like are not there in midjourney or dali 3 is it like now, a subscription thing you can try it for free as of now no i tried it for free and it worked and it had multiple other options it's still a beta version though you can yeah. generate whatever image you like it will generate something if you generate humans it's still bad but if you need to download it they don't let you download or they have a big uh, this thing on top of it saying it's adobe firefly generated not for commercial use on all of those things and stuff is able to copy images i don't know maybe they did release they updated something i was able to okay. copy images into a doc okay uh, and um, yeah no overall i think for me at least as of now midjourney still stands first then i felt like maybe adobe firefly then maybe dali 3 because dali 3 is still i feel they give random images with different language and text even though i specifically say 100 times please give me in english but it still doesn't give me in english that's what no, i said language doesn't come in anything even midjourney like none of the ai generation tools no, or image generation dali tools is, can get no dali 3 is better actually it's not completely right really? but it's better yeah Okay. So I tried doing some info infographics, but so you know I asked it to create three different um, uh, circles and a- add arrows to it. It was getting two two of the words correct, but the third always right, irrespective of the combination, right? So man, uh, please give give me one image that it is not giving it to me. Yeah. yeah, I had a different experience. Maybe I mean I liked Mid Journey in that uh, sense, but overall. I mean wh- one of the thing which I also want to talk about is uh, Amazon just I think last week launched an AI powered image generation for sellers which I think is a game changer as you know for Amazon I mean their products are pumped by most of the sellers right so based on their survey like close to 75% of the sellers said they have trouble in promoting creative ads they have to hire marketing people to create in ads and all that stuff so amazon i feel like solved this pretty good with their ai uh, power where pe- sellers can upload their product images and just say okay take this microwave and put it in a kitchen and show that it can prepare some food or something like that right so it will automatically create images which they can leverage to promote i think this is not only a win-win situation for amazon and seller but also um brings good engagement from the users uh, by promoting more ads so that was so, pretty interesting to me let me understand this so you are saying that anybody who wants to uh, sell stuff on amazon they can use this to create these images and all of that stuff through ai okay yes and they just uh, what they just do is upload the image of their product and just say uh, what they want and it will automatically create and it will let you choose options we spent a good amount of time uh, in the first one that is ai image generation 
and my second favorite uh, thing was um, how bad is i mean basically providing more customized uh, responses uh, versus chat gpt like in terms of uh, predicting um, if a content um, is correct or if they are not sure about the content for example bad i mean if you go and type uh, something and say oh uh, can you give me information related to this xyz it basically pulls the information from their search engine and tells you and highlights uh, wherever possible in green orange uh, to say basically oh this is confirmed content a lot of people agree with this and in some in some of the places it may highlight in orange saying uh, this is not uh, basically few people have refutable claims against this so please go and check and validate i really liked that feature because uh, that really helps me to when i'm trying to search something that really helps me to validate uh, if it's correct or not i felt like bard is one of the uh, first product there willingly admitting that it's not sure about something which i did not find in other ai products i'm not sure if you guys have used it but that was pretty interesting to me i've uh, heard about google recently updating their algorithm and favoring towards uh, content that has more citations or more references etc the way i read that news basically is it's hurting people like bloggers who have like one off content which might not have too many citations but it's an expert opinion and stuff so it might be hurting people who have such kind of things but it's good they're explicitly mentioning there that hey these are the citations that i have this is the trust that i they're trying to build a trust with the customers especially with what happened in some of their presentations and stuff because people thought that their ai is not doing good but they are bringing the reality and telling that dude ai is not perfect and this is how it got the data yeah and it has always like has the latest data right that is the biggest differentiator for google you can tell what is the latest news from today in google and it will tell you all that versus if you go to other like ai powered products which are kind of trained models like backdated you can't get that information yeah that's But, the news versus the llm concept right so if you think about language learning models all the language learning model is doing is basically generating some text or generating an ai image based on what it has but what google is doing is giving you news so whenever you're thinking about news that's basically you crawling through uh, entire web and giving you whatever is the latest data yeah that's yeah. the difference that i would see there so yeah i think this is really interesting i haven't tried this tool i definitely want to try this but a uh, couple of things right i think it's it's a good use case for fact checking like when we want to check facts on maybe stats right population you know maybe economic data and all of that it's good but what do you do with opinions right people have opinions and maybe if we say that 80% of the people have this opinion maybe people might be biased right so i think is it also giving out the biases like uh, do people agree don't agree with this kind of thing i think it's more related to the facts than okay. opinions so it's just taking facts and uh, trying to represent the what most people are saying versus where there may be few people are saying yeah let me share my screen article on ai or something like that or you know yeah product oh man this is actually really really good 
Yeah. So this is we're good to see that uh, the orange ones. Don't know where it no, was. No, but the good thing here is <laughs> actually this is bad. I don't know if I see this right. It generated an article, and it itself is telling that to I can only fact check probably forty percent of it. But honestly, the entire content is good. When I briefly looked at it, yeah, it's basically telling that there are different factors. These are the different models, prioritization frameworks that you can use. These are the best practice, etc. Everything is good. But it's telling that I can only confidently tell that only this ones are written by other people. I think probably it's more useful for any like actual fact checking. rather than general content like this mm, like yeah. like population numbers going into a little bit more detail than what we had the originally okay mm. yeah but overall what i want to say is i re- like this feature where i can have a little bit more confidence uh, rather than using some of the tools where it just populates all information and we may not know if something is correct or not yeah All right, I think that's that was my second uh, favorite. Uh, I was just curious to hear your guys' thoughts. Uh, funny, what are your favorites? I I couple of topics that I wanted to casually chat. Right, the first one that I saw in news is X is launching um, voice and uh, video calls. Um, at least when I saw that news, I was like, it's going towards Elon Musk's overall vision of everything app. Like I should be able to come there. I should be able to chat with people. pay money if it is needed do all the transactions if it is e-commerce i'll have to do e-commerce if i want to do calls i should be able to do the calls and stuff so it's going into that vision of an app which has everything but uh, at least in the current state what it is and right now i don't feel like this their audio and video functionalities will be successful the reason i'm telling that is i can take the examples of let's say google's duo or i can take the example of facebook messenger all of these are not intended to do certain things but they continue to add those functionalities so that you can do those audio calls or video calls and stuff but i don't feel like they are successful and i feel x is going in the same direction of adding these features which might not be really helpful for their customers what do you guys think yeah i know there were multiple other apps like this like i think uh, viber if i correct if i recall correctly i think they also approached a similar way and i think initially it was successful but i think uh, quickly there were many other different standalone products which became popular so that was one of the closest example which i can relate to no but what do you think about x doing it like do you think they are taking a right decision by launching it i'm kind of on the fence i don't know yet because i i maybe i mean for instance if they put everything in this x currently i mean it's primarily used more of a tweeting or a messaging thing right maybe if few people are interested there i'm on the fence i don't have opinion as of now okay so so the what do you think? <laughs> i was actually uh, going in and searching a meme actually so when um, elon take uh, took over right and he bought in a new ceo i think she actually uh, tweeted the vision for x it was something 
similar like a super app which is doing everything for everybody <laughs> and people people had a lot of memes out saying that you know her first day she goes to chat gpt and asks uh, puts everything <laughs> what elon wants to do and then asks us to craft a vision statement and then shows it to the employees right but uh, it depends right i think the the whole concept of twitter was instant messaging and uh, making it really really easy for anybody to share news and uh, share it across uh, you know and to the world right i think that's where the micro blogging concept previously it was more like articles and long form content where people used to take days and days uh, to receive the news and it was not instant but when twitter came out with this uh, you know something like a micro blogging concept it was more like okay i don't need to spend much time i only have this much of a character limit so i'll tell what i want to say in this short period and it is it was instantaneous right celebrities coming out and saying that uh, this is what i on what's on my mind this is what i'm trying to do so it's more like the curiosity of uh, people to peek into other people's life is what the lifeline of twitter is right previously but uh, i think uh, elon comes with a different vision and mission onto it right he's trying to i think the whole mission uh what is trying to achieve is to promote free speech and that might not be limited with the previous vision of what twitter is right previous vision of twitter was more like fast content out and all of that stuff and the free speech can be through text can be through video audio and anything so i think that's what he's trying to do he's trying to when you have this mission bold mission upfront there are a lot of different ways you can you know get to that mission and and that that's what uh uh access trying to do here and i i feel that it's worth trying right uh, just put it out and see uh you know how people react to it and if it's taking off you know uh, make it more uh, add more features to it otherwise scrap it so i think that that's what even elon is concentrating on so he he wants uh, a very high velocity where the teams are producing more and more features and they see how it's working out and based on that they see you know either pivot or you know extend to that that's what one thing i want is. to add here right i i don't know um i'm bullish on them doing live streaming because um as as an app i i know they started with microblogging but uh, the way i see the intent of the app is they want people to share more on the platform and stay there for a longer period of time so that they can communicate to a larger audience so if biden is coming and talking about certain things i would be really keen on sitting and watching that so instead of me doing in youtube if that's live coming on x i'll do that so i think they should be focusing on live streaming it could be simpler use cases like gaming or it could be bigger use cases like political uh, debates i think they'll be if they focus on that i mean that have they are already doing benefits. that in twitter spaces so you know uh, there were i think some sessions which were conducted where the presidential candidates came in and they were basically mm. debating so previously it was more like you know this big media houses they have a big stage set up and the questions were given up front and they then go in and debate but this was more like they're interacting with the audience and they're like uh, host co-host who are talking and all of that stuff so yeah that's interesting i think with the lo- in lot of places elections coming soon I, i hope people use that feature i think yeah <laughs> Yep. that's going to be pretty helpful and free speech yes. right and it's so <laughs> it costs way less and yep. and if people get access to this in india they'll rip rip each other off <laughs> in this <laughs> platform right 
that's true but it's also a good thing because people have mobiles like and if we can do easily live streaming and share that's good cool yeah. um let's yep. switch to my next topic so the next topic that i have is apple watch so what i recently saw in news is apple watch is launching their double tap feature so what that basically means let's say in the past if you want to use your apple watch you're basically putting your hand like this and then tapping on it scrolling the wheel etc etc to do certain things but now imagine a world you don't have to use your second hand you can just let's say you get a call do a double tap to accept it or if you are if you want to mute it single tap or if you want to go to a next song do a double tap etc so with similar simple taps like that you can keep operating things that's like a huge game changer because it's opening up a lot of lot more use cases where people can in in real life don't have a device and understand the gestures without having a camera and i think this was made possible through their vision pro which i know we spoke about that probably a couple of months ago um, what do you guys think about this you know i would love that feature it's a game changer for sure right so i remember so many times when i go out running right i forget right in minnesota it's cold and you wear gloves and all of that stuff so i start running then i remember i didn't start you know the workout then i remove my gloves go go in and tap right if i i'm actually doing that while i'm running uh, that's like a game changer for me at least <laughs> i'll tell you one of the biggest uses for me at least the only thing that i'll use or i used it many times is taking picture like i have a camera stand i put my phone on that and then whenever we are taking group pictures right we go there we take our watch get that camera have tap on it wait for it for 3 seconds etc and by the time it takes a picture many a times my hand will be like this i'm like dude <laughs> i also said you can scroll like this by doing something like this and then uh, once you get to the app then you can just tap on it to open tap on it to take pictures and stuff that's like dude amazing thing extending their uh, vision pro concept <laughs> yeah yeah that's all i have so do right, what you... okay yeah let's let's do that <laughs> the la- the final home run okay uh, so uh, i was actually listening to a podcast and you know as i was listening to the podcast something struck me a very interesting topic so i thought okay it will be worth exploring that topic with you guys so you know i we have used lensa before right to create ai images Uh, for our thumbnails right uh, you know have you wondered like what powers lensa any guesses should be one of one of the llms i guess which, which one is it? take, take or... a guess take a wild guess a- any of that either llama or uh, um, gpt that's my uh, guess you you, you yeah, say my guess G- gpt gpt is my guess okay you know i was also thinking the same but it's not right even i was like talking about to a lot of people saying that lensa maybe it's gpt or something like that but looks like it's it's stable diffusion um and uh, mm-hmm. when actually the podcast was founder of uh, stable ai and one of the products of stability ai is stable diffusion and he was actually talking through his vision and what the product is and all of that stuff and that actually big my interest and i start uh, started uh, digging deep into like what what was his background what is the background of the company and what is the company trying to do moving forward so that's where it's like very interesting right so 
this guy is um, you know he's an immigrant and he's from bangladesh uh, he's from a bengali muslim family and um, later he moved to uk when he was 7 right then he uh, uh, went to couple of different colleges uh, studied tech then um, he he worked in the investment banking for 13 years and then in late 2020 he started a company called stability ai and the vision of the company is to uh, you know build the foundation to activate human potential so this is not just image creation or any other thing they they want to build llms at different levels and all all the different stages and one of their first products was stable diffusion stable diffusion is similar to mid journey and dali so it when you give a prompt it generates a image and you know the very interesting way this uh, model was trained is you know uh, stable diffusion was trained with 2 billion images systems and uh, the size of the images was 100000 gb that's what i said so once the model was trained now the model is the file for the model is 2 gb and uh, it can generate any image so imagine the level of compression here so they are actually training the data uh, these models at such huge data and compressing it to a, a 2 gb file and he's he's saying that you can have that in your mobile and you can keep generating images look at the efficiency and the level of what this is models are doing so i was very intrigued by that and these people actually uh, kind of do it in a little different way compared to uh, llama 2 or uh, chat gpt they have an open source model so what they do is they have actually open source their models and they have op- contributors and looks like um, they had close to 25 million downloads in the first 6 months and they had 50000 plus stars and that is this is not even close to any uh, blockchain um, uh, project so you know how popular uh, blockchain has become bitcoin and all of that stuff and this is like i think some of the comparable projects took more than 6 years to get to this spot but this company got it Uh, close to six months, so they are basically opening it to everybody, and they are uh, allowing more contributors. And you know, as more contributors contribute to the model, it will become more and more efficient. So that was very interesting to me. So uh, I think a very uh, also another uh, takeaway here is right. So uh, initially, the company raised close to uh, I think one million or so, and the first prototype was built in with an amount of six hundred k. so that was basically generating images once that was done they closed a 100 million round of funding and then now the company is valued at 1 billion dollars look at the amount of value these tools can add with such small amounts put into the uh, uh, companies right you cannot imagine a traditional company uh, generating so much of value right like in in one year or one and a half years time a 1 billion valuation with so much uh so many less people i think it started with around 39 people and now they have like 170 people so i thought this was a really interesting story uh, to sh- to share with you guys and i have some other interesting facts but you know uh, want to hear what your reactions are this is very good to hear i didn't know that stable diffusion is doing really such amazing stuff and i love that vision as well it's not restricting to like image generation or text generation or a uh, uh, what do you say even voice generation is something that i'm seeing uh, with ai nowadays they are just telling that hey i'm going to build the foundation of anything that you want to um, 
help humans i think so that's that's amazing yeah. and even on the growth right big companies can definitely do that big companies can definitely like you said uh, apple is spending a billion dollars in uh, building their AMR. so if big companies want to do it they can definitely make it happen but there is always that hesitation of what do i gain by doing such small things or i can't put it in front of people because if i put it in front of people people will be like dude google's uh it's it's like google's bard is not doing a better job than gpt so people will start comparing and stuff so they don't put it out there but i'm sure within the company they'll have something these guys they're not losing anything right they can just put anything out and say that dude i achieved something yeah i like the way which they're approaching this right so even llama chat gpt maybe they are exposing their um, models to other people to use and train and all of that stuff but they're not exposing the code itself but they are actually open sourcing mm-hmm. the code so that people can develop and you know it's a community based thing that is being built on but it's also interesting on how they are approaching the future and what they want to go uh, uh, moving forward so they are looks like they are you know they have now now like a stable product which is uh, image generator and there's also another uh, i think a language model which is uh, called stable lm and it is normally you know when you look at chat gpt or um, llama it is trained somewhere between 7 to 70 billion parameters this is a very small language model which is trained with uh, 300 billion uh, parameters but what what they are saying is this can actually be uh, on your phone right and mm. see the potential use cases this can unlock right this can help you basically uh you know answer any of your questions and you don't need connectivity internet connectivity and all of that stuff so imagine the potential of this and actually i want to add one thing there sidhu um i think the biggest use case there is businesses because imagine the scenario right you might not be able to use typical uh, models but if you want to generate something and if someone comes and tells that dude i have this very simple thing you can put it in your code and then you can generate whatever you want and then let's go back to uh, srinath's example that he was telling uh, you want to generate images for your uh, advertisers or you want to generate images for your sellers you can easily take this one adapt to your code or adapt to your specific use case and launch for it so yeah. that is amazing yeah and also right yeah. some of these chat gpt and models all of these models right it's very very capacity intensive right so it costs you to uh, run these queries and it it costs some money to do that and the founder was also talking about um, you know uh, creating a edu- educator like a tutor ai so i what you're saying is like in africa right the average duration when a kid from the point he is born uh, they start writing or learning is 10 years because they don't have the necessary you know access to education or you know any of the devices and all of that stuff so if this can be put into something and can teach people right like it, it's basically as i said before it's a level setter for everybody so everybody will have that level playing field and same knowledge and access to everything so that they can you know produce things and you know to just to extend to that right so what these people are doing that they're just not st- stopping with images what they're doing is they're creating uh models in all the different modalities looks like they have audio video they have models uh, who are looking into protein uh, chemical dna and all of that stuff and 
in each of these different modalities, they have different verticals. Looks like they have a banker GPT, which looks at use cases at, of bankers, a board GPT, which looks at board meeting uh, use cases. There's also a nationality model where this model will have the biases of maybe an Indian, an American, or an, a person from UK, right? And what they're also doing is they're making all of these different models available through Amazon, Azure, and GCP. And it's accessible for everybody. So imagine, right? So it's open source accessible for everybody in all the different modalities and all, all of the different verticals here. And look at the amount of innovation which can be built around all of these um, uh, different use cases and how engineers and developers can use this to build apps on top of them. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh, theoretical sounds good. I can definitely see the use case. Uh, again, I there's a lot of nuances that they'll have to face when they're expanding on the data because good data is always better. When you're trying to like exactly customize to a specific region or specific, it has its own complexities. Let's see how it goes. But yeah, that's right. I said it too. Yeah, I, I say right, like, you know, as they're experimenting at so many levels, right? Definitely there'll be a lot of failures, but there'll be also success stories. I think that's what I'm more excited about. But good to learn vision. that there there is a person who's driving this vision and there's like so many products that are coming out and people get to know about this and experiment and play around with them. But good to know. I learned something new because I didn't know about this company. All right. So should we do the second topic or save it for the next time? <laughs> Let's finish it. I mean, Let's if you... It. Yeah, if you if you want to talk quickly and your second favorite, we can discuss. Yeah, so my second thing was yeah, assistant. So <laughs> I I actually didn't know that um, this actually came out. So I was we had a group right where you know a couple of our friends discuss certain stocks and all of that stuff. And one guy was like uh, prompting an AI to answer some of the questions, and I was like, what is this? And when you go and check, right, you the AI assistant is actually a member in your group. I was like, so Meta also is releasing something like this. And I thought, okay, I asked it questions of, can you summarize all the conversations which you have made and said, like, I cannot access private uh, chat information. I think it actually... Uh, they can they could have added that functionality but i think they want to they wanted to make sure that we take uh, they wanted to show that they take uh, privacy seriously so i think they haven't added that stuff and and i asked a lot of different things but it was not able to do most of the stuff it's just giving you general information general news and all of that but i i see that this is a very big unlock for small business so uh, there is uh, whatsapp business right so a lot of small businesses actually sell stuff in groups and all of that stuff and and um, the biggest hurdle for any small business is having their own customer service and people dedicated to answering questions on the products, right? So if AI assistant can be trained in some of the product data and stuff which the uh, small businesses are willing to sell, that's almost like a lifesaver for them, right? They'll have an assistant for every customer who's interacting with them and answering questions on the product quality or maybe um, getting back... Uh, processing returns and all of that stuff so i thought it was very interesting there i was just curious more around uh, the whatsapp for businesses the as ai assistant kind of that feature existed uh, not maybe like a true ai but i used in the past where for instance if i placed an order 
and if i ask questions around the order about the de- delivery the status it was giving me the responses uh, i don't know what that was but maybe this is a extension and more powerful feature no i think they had it in the past but the difference was they had a uh, what do you call that faqs kind of thing like Chat you will give right? faqs yeah exactly not so, an ai powered one so that yeah. is more like it looks at the keywords and answers but this understands your yes. question and answers right yeah and there's it's like when you powerful. also go to you know if you go to whatsapp and click the new new chat window and there's like an ai new ai chat and you can see per- different personas there is a, a travel expert there is also a, a a sports debater a storyteller and you know they have a, a, maybe a dance enthusiast uh yeah uh, a brotherly jokester <laughs> so they have all of these personas and you can actually talk to them i actually tried it out so some time back okay. i couldn't find it after that somehow like it appeared for some time i added it i didn't like it i was like i wanted to find it again i couldn't even find it after that yeah yeah i i mm. didn't find much value but it's you know something where which you can play around for one or two days even in a lot of groups i've i've seen people play playing around with uh, the ai assistant scolding it and all of that stuff <laughs> one thing i want to add is uh, i've recently seen news about intuit assist so intuit has been marketing that product like big time big time so everywhere you go you'll see intuit assist post they have been uh promoting it on the wall street etc and it's very similar thing right they are utilizing the chatbots and they have i mean so they're utilizing ai and the current existing chatbots and they it's helping you answer your personal finance questions so for example if you ask like what is my uh, current wealth or how do i improve it what else can i do how I, how can i build my uh, money etc it keeps answering those questions which is good and it also does the same thing for like quickbooks as a uh, quickbooks like you are telling it's a small business use case right exactly same thing when they are trying to do some financials invoices etc it will give you all those statuses very fast instead of you going through several things and then figuring out so ai chatbot use case is scaling a lot yeah. yep I mean, I hope it's not a threat to the customer service, <laughs> where I think they have to be more innovative. No, I I see all of these are enablers because um, even think of like think of it like this, right? As we grow, people don't like to do certain jobs, okay? And when they don't want to do a certain jobs, it will be very difficult for businesses to find people who continue yep. to do that. so that is where all of the automation comes in place that is where all of the uh, ai and additional machinery comes into place to speed it up that's how i yeah. would see it after 10 years why would someone want to probably set at a call center job and take calls or do and chat i'm sure there will be or, people but the scale will be low or even people why would they want to code yeah <laughs> sure <laughs> Yeah, no uh, code, I think that, no code. <laughs> no, I think it's it, it's it's an it, it's definitely an um, enabler, right? So I I have a thesis, right? Where so I would, I would say right there are these big waves that keep coming in the societies. So starting it was more like agrarian society. Everybody was farming. Then it is industrial age. Everybody were working in factory floors. Then it is internet era. Everybody were building apps and 
uh, information technology software and all of that now it's ai age ai is like the biggest step change we have ever seen and i think it will enable everybody and you know people will find newer jobs and with newer skills rather than uh, doing the same thing which they were doing yeah cool awesome so right. yeah i think we had some uh, pretty good discussion i think a lot of the uh, favorites i think the good thing which i saw in this conversation was each of us had very different products and probably with different capabilities which was interesting that means like oh okay <laughs> everyone is following so all right i think that's it for today but for all the viewers out there i mean tell what your favorite product is and type it in the comments and let us know uh, if you have anything that you want to share for all the viewers thank, thank you, you.